Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 82 of Consignment Chats. How are you ladies doing? Doing great. (laughs) Doing great? Okay. So you see we have Samantha. Why do we have Samantha? Because it's Samantha Speaks episode. Yes. Yes. I need, cheer, I need a cheering background sound that goes. <sighs> you need Doug's roadcaster, right? <laughs> Dougie's roadcaster. I'm going to get one. I swear I'm going to get one so I can do sound effects during recordings because that. Yeah, would I mean, perfect. coming up, we'll be coming up on a hundred episodes before you even know it, and uh, yeah, we need to level up our sound we're game in, here. We're in for an upgrade, I think. All right, I'm going to reach out to to Doug and let him help me find the the right fit for consignment chats ladies because i think when we introduce a samantha speak episode it should come with a big applause yes hold the sign up like we're doing a sitcom (laughs) (laughs) or a big crash (laughs) no no way no way what's going on over there what's happening samantha how are you great (laughs) you're giggly what's going on um it's just it's just been a week I don't know I got my nephews here today we got summer is in full swing up here it's getting into the 70s during the day (laughs) how hot does it get like in your hot summer months there we can like 90 is really hot like in August like beginning of August we can get that sometimes 80s can stay consistent for a little while but 70s is right where it goes it's still it got into the 40s the other night. I, like my teeth were chattering when I went outside. So, remind people where you are located. I am in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, the part that everybody thinks is either Canada or Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, I'm 70s are my jam. I love 70s. Not music, 80s music's my jam. 70s temperatures my jam. Um, but here in North Carolina, it has been like breathtakingly hot, like the humidity, it's like 85 feels like 94, like you step out of the door and you're like, (gasps) you got a gasp and all of a sudden all the sweat beads, you know, it's just thick, thick. So we traveled a lot when I was a kid, my dad traveled for work and we would, we were homeschooled. So we would just, my mom would take us wherever he was. And my husband has not spent hardly any time on the East Coast. So he planned a trip to Virginia for our anniversary. It's our 10-year wedding anniversary. But it's the congratulations. Thank you. It's the first week in August. I'm like, it is going to rain and be humid and hot. And <laughs> He yeah. won't be coming back to the East Coast anytime soon. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> one and done. So the good thing, though, about the rain is it only comes late in the day. So you get up, you spend the day at the pool or the beach. You get tired. You go home. You, you know, you have lunch wherever you are. You get home around two or three and then in come the big thunder boomer storms. And that's a great time to nap or sit on the porch and just watch <laughs> happen. Um, we've had a couple of severe actually the last two days, lots of trees down from one that, I mean, it it was only here for about 45 minutes, but it came in powerful 75 mile an hour winds, but that's, so you'll see rain in Virginia in August, but it's typically short lived, but strong comes in the afternoon and then it's gone. 
Yay. I'm excited for you. And we're hoping uh, to be able to meet, uh, do lunch or just meet up with Samantha in person since we haven't been able to do that yet. Um, We got to get our hugs. Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. We got to get our hugs. So speaking of 10 year, uh, Conchie Consignment just had a 10 year anniversary as well. Yes. Yeah. Conchie Consignment, my consignment business just, um, celebrate it 10 years in business. Um, I'm going to do a little celebration in August because that was when we opened the store, August 10th, I believe. So I have lots of fun old photos and things like that. So I can't wait to share them with everybody. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't remember. Nick came up with a name for a sale for that. Now I can't remember. You know, he likes to come up with names for us. So, oh, cool. Nice. Remind me. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in our community, ten as there are people that have been in business for twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so we have so much is, knowledge and experience in there. Yeah, yeah. So what's been what, so what's been going on business wise? Do you have any any questions? What are you working on? Um, we've been discussing shipping a lot because I finally mm-hmm. I felt like I had a handle on that. Um, this morning I woke up to a return request, a refund request really, because something I shipped broke, which okay. like hardly ever happens. It was double boxed. It was, and it was a, a metal item that I am not very familiar with car parts and things. So that was part mm-hmm. of the problem. I thought it was packed in many, many, many layers, but apparently not enough. So We've been talking a lot about shipping and it just goes to show that even someone who thinks they have it all under control can still get those random ones where sometimes you just got to say, here's your $30 back. I'm very sorry. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And you can get into claims and things like that with shipping. Uh, did you mm-hmm. ship it USPS or? I did. The box, the outside box was not damaged. Okay. I, because that's the first thing I asked for. He sent me pictures of items Mm -hmm. and I replied right away and said, do you have pictures of the box? Because I have previously submitted a claim for some severely damaged, like forklift through an engine type things. I've I've, I've shipped some things. Yeah. Um, This one was not damaged. I don't know how this thing broke. I clearly did not do it well enough. Yeah. I mean, you can still submit a claim. Absolutely submit a claim. Uh, USPS is not great about paying them any longer. Um, they really, it's, it's rough, but you can still definitely submit the claim. I always like to, I always personally like to submit the claim because, you know, if they're monitoring that or they have a route that's rougher than others, and they're all of a sudden seeing all these claims on the route. So even if I'm not paid, I do like to at least submit the claim and say, Hey, something happened to this package. That's Unless true. you a hundred percent believe it was your packing. I, it was double box. It was wrapped in a million things. It's, it was so strange. A chunk of metal like broke right off it. It was weird. That is yeah. I'll, I'll do that just so they yeah. know. It, and it only went to Ohio. Like it was not a very far. Not like trip a California either. trip. Huh? No, it was so weird. Yeah, I would go ahead and submit that claim. Now, I've been a lot of my breakable ones. I've been doing FedEx, uh, FedEx home delivery, and they are they pay. Not that I've had many claims, but I have had two claims in the past two years with FedEx and they paid them both and they were higher dollar value items. They paid them both. No problem. So it's good to know. Yeah, Yeah. definitely that. 
hopefully that helps a little bit for those of us shipping bigger items. And the rates are reasonable for FedEx, reasonable for the FedEx home delivery. They're often- I'll have to look into that. I I do a lot of UPS because the hardware store is like a block away and they're a drop-off point. Mm -hmm. And those usually aren't too bad either for bigger stuff. Mm -hmm. I really wish. Yes, as well. I haven't ever had to submit a claim though. So I I don't know what they're, I don't know how that works. Me neither. I really wish U-Ship was more of a thing around here. I see a lot of people in bigger areas using that and Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people sell furniture and then they can just use this. I'm assuming you go on the app, you say what you have, what size it is. And then people that like truck drivers and stuff that have routes going by you can say, Hey, I'll take that with me on my next load. Or, and you set it up that way. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of nowhere. So that would never yeah. work here, but it might, it might, you might be surprised. You never know. I use, I've used you ship. I don't know. I was going to ask you a time a lot. I've used you ship yeah. a lot. Uh, generally I have the buyers arrange and get the quotes and arrange with the delivery service. So it cool. takes that off my plate. I'm not worried about giving them quotes. They can decide if the, you know, if the shipping is amount they're willing to pay and negotiate that. And I don't, I don't get involved in that. I just say, let me know, you know, when the, when the person is coming, once you make arrangements and it's been, it's been great. It's and that, a lot do of you times they do go a lot of furniture for them. I have furniture. Yeah. It's usually furniture. I'm trying to think of other things, couple like industrial, like business industrial pieces. Um, I've used you ship for, but usually it's, it's furniture. And a lot of times they do go to rural places. A lot of these drivers are coming from the middle of nowhere hmm. and you might be the start point on their route. So yeah, right. check it out. If you guys have questions on you ship, I can probably help you out on that because I, I love that service. I think it's great. Yeah. Furniture scares the heck out of me. (laughs) Just for the shipping process. Yeah. I don't know. That just, uh, I don't want it. I I guess if the buyer is setting it up, I I didn't realize that that was even an option, but I didn't want it to like sell and like, Oh yeah, I want this. And then it sits here and I can't get it or coordinate it or. Yeah, I, I like marketplace, but you definitely don't yeah. get as much for stuff like that. You don't get the view. And it's surprising what people will pay when they want something to have it delivered. Yeah, it's it's really been it's really been positive uh, and putting it in the buyer's hands. I know on the eBay for business podcast, the last podcast, they talked about um, large items, shipping, things like that. And the freight process to me is so utterly complicated and convoluted. And I think you put yourself at risk of misquoting. I think it's just, it really needs some work. I know uh, they're working on it, but I like to put it in the buyer's hands and let them do all the arrangement. And I haven't had an issue with that. Awesome. Yeah. Mark, that gives me we a have an episode on that too. I'm going to have, actually, I'll link it up. I'll link up the episode on, on large items. And hopefully that, you know, helps a couple of people out that have those large items that want to put them on eBay. And a lot of the other thing, I'm going to say one more thing about this, because it's, it's, it's a good subject. Um, a lot of times the people that are buying those large furniture items on eBay already have a shipper. 
They yeah. already have a shipper. Like uh, for instance, oh, I know a good one. So I, my dad had done some architectural salvage, like from torn down buildings and stuff. And he had this cool railing from an old train station. Literally, I put it on eBay. It was local pickup. Somebody bought it. And they were like, my driver is going to be there in two weeks to pick this item up. And the driver came, picked it up. And that was all there was to it. That was all there was to it. My driver's coming to pick it up. And it ended up going out to California. But it, they were building a house in St. Thomas. It went all the way back to St. Thomas. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I have to find the pictures that. But anyway, that's, so that's always an option. Like when you're putting those large things up there that are large pickup, you're getting that audience. You never know what somebody is doing on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. I think your big thing when you decide that, like, I think furniture is easy to list. I like photographing furniture. I like listing it. Um, I think to me, the biggest thing, especially if you decide to take it out of your hands, put it on the owner's hands for shipping and you offer local pickup for anybody, because we've had people drive hours, days to pick up something that they wanted. People are willing to, oh, well, I'll vacation over there, hang on to it, I'll come Mm -hmm. get it. To me, the biggest thing is storage. Do you have mm-hmm. space to store furniture? Right. You know, right. that's that's a big issue. So, collaboration is a great thing. I have a local lady who does furniture. She has like two garages, and she loves doing furniture. And she consigns her smaller stuff with me because she doesn't like eBay. She it intimidates her. And whenever I do like a uh, an estates clean out or um, storage unit or anything like that I immediately call her for first dibs on furniture and she normally c- cleans me out of it it's a quick flip we both we both make good deals and so yeah. that works out pretty good love it that's that is, that's a good tip right there yeah competition (laughs) and she doesn't do a lot of like redoing the furniture so she'll take whatever is like good to go and sell it at the at the flea market like the next weekend and she takes that and then I have somebody else that her business is redoing all the furniture and Mm -hmm. flipping it so then I call her with all the leftovers make her a good deal and Right. That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, those quick flips, that's that's my thing. Like the less you have to move something, touch it. Like if you can, if you can get rid of it right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to get good deals. Because my husband's garage used to be filled with things and that didn't it didn't make him happy. So <laughs> <laughs> I would think not. Right now I'm happy because I've got stuff filled in mine. I think <laughs> it sounds like Samantha has a has a good uh, solution for that for that kind of stuff if you're doing that so you were saying storage units have you bid on storage units like bought like so we our storage units man we don't have a lot of turnover up here people have had these units for 30 years um but I do have a friend that owns a, a complex and then my brother worked for a guy that owned a complex and so my brother would call me and he's like yep they're cleaning this one out today everything's going to the dumpster get over here and I'd load my truck with stuff and hand them like 30 bucks and they'd be like great cool fantastic I turn around and sell all the furniture for a hundred and then start listing the smaller stuff on eBay and it was it was quick and easy um but it's not like we have a lot of storage units around here, but they don't get a lot of sales or do any auctions or anything like that. Gotcha. That's a great connection to have, though, or connections to have. Yeah. Yeah. You once, never know. Once where your in a while, it really works out. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You just know if you're open and you have yourself out there and it's amazing what comes of that. It's amazing yeah. what comes of that. That's mm-hmm. so cool. So shipping, let's get back. So shipping, we had a lot of talk about shipping. What were some of the, I mean, we got a lot of good tips in the community, a lot of good tips and tricks on shipping. And mm-hmm. I know your mom is just starting and learning the process for shipping and how to handle all that. So what were, what do you think are her main issues for somebody just starting from the, from the ground up? So the mom's a little spoiled and then she's going to be like the first person to watch this episode. So, cause she, she supports me very much. She's, she's fantastic. She's one of my biggest cheerleaders, but she's spoiled because she comes and she uses my Rolo. She just brings, she just brings her laptop and she brings her <laughs> items and she says, here, I brought some tissue paper and she, <laughs> she loads me up on cute little stickers and I yeah. ship her items for her. So that means that she's getting better. She's, she's learning it and it takes mm-hmm. time and, and you got to have help. Sure. Um, she has like a, just a regular paper printer and she couldn't get it to work last night, which I've been printing all of her stuff anyway. So I don't know why she waited to try to do it last night, but she, she texts me at like 10 o'clock at night. And she's like, what happens if I'm late on my shipping? And I'm like, well, that's, that's not good. You've only sold so yeah. many things. It's a percentage ratio. Like if I were late a day on shipping, it wouldn't be such a big deal because I'm never late on my shipping. But if you do, it's going to, it's going to ding you pretty good. So I taught her, I walked her how to do a QR code. Cause I said, if you do it, she couldn't print anything. I said, well, if you do the whole process, put in your weights and your measurements and all that stuff. And then instead of print label, you hit QR code. It'll email you that code, you write it on your package and you just take it to the post office in the morning and they will print the label and it'll still show that it was printed at the right time and, and all that stuff. So walked her through that. It's been a while since I did that. So it was, it was good to walk through the process. A little refresher for you. You were doing that in the beginning. You would have your stock of packages. I remember that. And you, yeah, I did it for about, about a year. I was pretty much just QR codes because I didn't have a printer and I don't like paper printers. They always break no matter which ones you get. There's always something wrong. And the so, ink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I My think that QR joked. code is a great tip. Like for somebody just starting, if you don't have, you don't have a printer, right? Like you're just working mm-hmm. for, you can easily make that work and take that into your post office. Simple solution. And then you still get the eBay shipping discounts because mm-hmm. for for a while, I was going in to the post office and just paying for postage because I didn't have a printer. And then you don't get any discounts or anything. You're paying full price, sometimes more than what they charge them. So yeah, this way you still get the discount and then you just bring it in. And the post office people, at least my people, they love it. It's a lot less work than them actually going through the whole process. They just type in that little number or scan your phone and it pops out. Oof. Um, I feel Libby a short out of this. Yes. Yes. I think that is a really good idea. Tutorial on how to do the QR code. Yes. Yeah. Keep an eye all on YouTube upcoming short on how to do QR code. Yeah. And that may, you know, people are scared of shipping or they don't have the setup. That is a, that is an awesome way to get started and Mm -hmm. keep it simple. Yeah. (laughs) Simple is good. 
that's what I constantly talk about my Rolo. I mean, these things pay for themselves in like a month, I swear. But I they're know. they're really expensive. And my mom looked it up and she's like, you paid what? And I'm like, no, we'll just we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was having that conversation with somebody uh, the other day and a friend the other day. And I said, they were like, you know, should I take out money to, uh, you know, I don't know if I should spend on this. And I was like, well, why don't you make enough in sales and make sure your business supports mm-hmm. it and buy it out of your business proceeds. Like don't go into debt, buying all the, you know, things and all the things, right. Don't Cause, buy cause all the things. The- isn't that the glory of consignment? We don't have to put money up front. People bring right. us stuff. Right. And other than a few shipping supplies right off the bat, but my, um, I cannot believe how many boxes a salon gets. My cousin owns a salon down the street and we, every week she drops off all their shipping supplies from their hair dye and all their, whatever mm-hmm. they order. Oh, and okay. a, I like never need, I have other people to bring stuff to, but just her alone, like the boxes and the bubbles and the paper. I'm good. I order a couple poly millers and other than that. Yeah. So the salon. So my mom has owns a salon. I was about to say Jane's got a salon. Oh, she bring. I I never even mentioned. I never even thought to mention it. But she brings me the best boxes because if you think about it, like shampoo. If you're shipping a liter of shampoo to us, those boxes are. They're so incredibly sturdy. Sometimes they have these awesome dividers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm right now thinking I get rid of them. I'm going to my salon and talking to them about saving me boxes now. Yeah. No, they love it because they pay for a dumpster and their dumpster would just fill up with cardboard. Like what a waste. So they literally just on their way home, they drop it off on my porch. I'll I'll open my door the next morning and go, Oh, we have a ton of boxes. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. It works out good. (laughs) That is really, so what else, what else with, what else with shipping do you think might like a, a sticking point, I want to say maybe with somebody just starting shipping. Um, definitely measure, like weigh your things ahead of time. No, you, you can't just guess. Like I, you can try to estimate, but it's, it's really hard when you're first starting. You got to try to weigh things. And uh, my mom used the kitchen scale because that's what she's got. And yeah. she doesn't have big items. So that works just fine. Um to start with things around your house, but yeah, definitely weighing things and getting a feel for the, I can pick something up now and go, Oh, that's about 2.3 pounds. Like I can, right. But when you're first starting, Oh my God, the first thing I ever sold on eBay, this was years and years ago, um, was like a play school, little, little playhouse dollhouse type thing, just plastic. I thought it would only be a couple pounds. I knew nothing about packaging, first of all. So I don't know how that thing didn't break. Um, (laughs) But I remember I sold it for like $30 or something, which was, oh my God, I sold something. And my husband brought it to the post office for me and he came back and he was like, cool, it costs $25 to ship it. And I'm like, it it what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if I charged shipping then. Like I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm pretty sure I lost money when it was all said and done on that thing. It was, it was bad. We've all done it. We've all done it. Yep. Yeah. I think it's part of, I think it's part of the learning process and you never did that again. Right. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I just make it part of my process. I, you know, keep the tape measure. And as soon as I'm done measuring, it goes right on the scale. Measure, scale, measure. I don't even guess anymore. I just go ahead and do, even though I know shirts are under pound, 
five ounces, seven ounces, right? And I just, yep. I just, and yeah. thanks to you guys, I'm going to incorporate that into my business. I have to confess, it is not something that was part of my process. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, she learns from us too. Yes. So <laughs> I definitely need to get better. I definitely need to get better with that, especially now with shipping rates going up. Like before it was just, all right. It wasn't, I knew it was over a pound, under a pound, whether it was going to be first class, you know, I knew all of that stuff, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I think just having that in there is so much better. I don't add my measurements to my listing if it's clothing until I ship it. Like when I'm going to do my label, then Mm. once I package it, I'll do a quick measurement. But I do add that to any kind of substantial weight box. Yes. That yep. I'll put in the listing if it's calculated shipping and they're paying for it. I put it all in the listing right out of the bat. But my typical clothing, which is typically free shipping to our buyers, I do not, I don't do the measurements until I ship. Right. Yeah. Because with clothing, it's either under a pound or it's not. It's a heavy jacket right. or something. But right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do the same thing. It's if it's like a big, I have this giant wooden dollhouse thing right now, and that has all the specifics in there. Oh, yeah, that's a biggie. Mm-hmm. I had to Frankenbox the heck out of this thing, and then the person <laughs> canceled, so it's just sitting here all boxed up and ready to go. No, it's ready for the next lucky, lucky buyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll feel good to have that done. Feel good to There's have that. There's nothing yeah. like a good Frankenbox. And remember back in the day, Libby, we were Frankenboxing and didn't even know that it was a Frankenbox. We oh, get yeah. snowboards, and we're like, "What do we do with the snowboard?" And we're like. You know, have it on the floor of the store, and there's two of us, and we're doing Pilates while we're trying to wrap it up. And yeah, I I wasn't shipping from home; I was bringing my stuff elsewhere. And I sold my brother is a mechanic and brings me the weirdest car parts, snowmobile engines, windows. I sell some weird stuff. So I had these. It was for a C10 truck, and they were like those rectangle windows and like the old like 70s. I think they were even 60s. Um, and I had a bunch of them. So they have big, long metal piece. And then the rectangular window, I would walk into my local pack and ship and say, okay, guys, I sold another one. And they would just go, oh, all right, let's figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> I went through like eight of them. And finally I was like, this is the last one. And they're like, I promise we're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That sounds like, that sounds like a nightmare to ship. Wow. That sounds like a nightmare to ship. The last, the very last one I did myself. I found one when I was cleaning something out. These things are haunting me. I had one stashed away and uh, I sold it within like 24 hours of listing it. They definitely car parts sell. Um, and I shipped it all by myself. So, and I had to cut down an old TV box and everything, but I did. Oh, girl. Oh yeah. I love Love it. it. (laughs) That's awesome. So I'm curious if we had, do we have anything else we want to talk about from the community? Because if not, I have a question or two for you. All right. Um, I got an email last night. Oh. Because oh. I am a Consign Cloud member. And yes. they announced a fantastic partnership with you guys to invite everyone to our community. Yes. So welcome people that are here from Consign Cloud. I know. This is really yeah. exciting. I, Molly and I had been meeting with uh, John uh, over the course of the past, what, maybe two months and coming up with, we just love their software, their mission, their customer support. 
And we're so excited to be able to show um, our sea chatters a good way to manage your consignments and bring all that knowledge to the forefront. And we're excited to we're excited to welcome uh, consign cloud users into our community. Yes, I am one. I've been using it for years. Yes, you and uh, Michelle of Salvage Mm -hmm. Garden uh, Mm -hmm. were the ones that turned uh, me on to Consign Cloud. And uh, in our business, we are in the middle of doing a transition transition to Consign Cloud, which Mm -hmm. is which is going to be great. We're really we're really excited to work with a company that embraces community customer support and is able to is able to provide those things so yeah transitions transitions are hard but Jonathan and and his team are like always there to help they're so hands-on and Mm -hmm. easy to contact so it'll it'll go well and we're going to have him on as a guest yes yes he's he's going to be a guest so he's he's going to be here in August talking to us and his mission and how the history of Consign Cloud and how they help people out. Um, yeah, awesome. so good. We're stuff. excited to be bringing all of that. Very excited because mm-hmm. managing your consignments can be overwhelming if you let it. If you let it be, you, it can be a little overwhelming. So, well, mm-hmm. and there's so many different ways that work for so many different people. When I see the spreadsheets that people like Ashley do at A and B Consignment, I'm like. <sighs> my brain can't can't grab that but when I yeah. software I'm like okay this is my jam yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. it's so easy yeah my husband's a, a spreadsheet guy I am just my brain is not spreadsheet friendly it's just not it doesn't work with a spreadsheet so um I love 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 a good platform to help me manage my inventory now I mm-hmm. love spreadsheets but I don't have the time to spend managing all of that stuff that the software manages. Like I love me a good spreadsheet, but there is no way we could do the volume of business um, or service our consigners the way we do now. If we, on a spreadsheet, on a spreadsheet, it just, it just wouldn't be possible. Yeah. I love Excel. I love spreadsheets. I used a spreadsheet for several years before doing consign cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, my problem is I'm constantly tweaking my spreadsheet and I'm always adding things and doing things. And now I just chat with Jonathan and his team and say, hey, (laughs) have you thought about this? Or it'd be cool if you add this. And then a couple months later, it's just in there. And I didn't have to do anything. (laughs) I love it. It's so cool. (laughs) That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right. Anything else we want to talk about from the community as we wrap up this episode of Samantha Speaks? I don't have anything. What were your questions, Libby? Oh, you so have- I was just curious. We've been talking a lot of, about community in July and on our round table, you uh, with your business, we're starting, we're thinking about planning some initiatives to connect with your community, sorting with Samantha to connect with your community and pull people into your business and be able to give back in a new way. Yep. I haven't done any of that yet, but it's okay. still there. <laughs> It's a work in progress. I got it's a my notes up there staring at me, but um, yes, I the the first step of that is I'm getting back into my Facebook groups. I run a local garage sale group. I run an auction group, and and I haven't been very present in those as a seller. I've been 
in there as an admin and doing those mm-hmm. things, but not as a seller and showing people my business and connecting. Um, I deliver, I used to deliver to a lot of elderly people. They bought from me all the time and I would just drop it off on their doorstep. And I got away from that when I was so busy with my previous job and stuff. So that's the first step. Um, the last couple of weeks I have been posting more and getting back into that. So we'll do that. And then, yeah, I definitely want to find, um, find the right fit for an organization around here and, mm-hmm. and make sure I can do like some conchi connect type things and, mm-hmm. um, and do that with my community. So it's, it's a work in progress. It's going to be exciting to follow that journey. I want to ask you about that every month because it's going to be really exciting to follow say, that journey. Here's your accountability, Samantha. We're going to have what's going on. Yeah. We love, we love a good accountability partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. You know, fun, always fun that we could sit here and just talk, 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 good information. Libby's going to change something in the way she does it just from this chat today. Yep. How about, time. How about that? I love it. I love it. So um, next month you'll, you'll be active in our community. So we get to have you back again next month. We love it. So yeah. Yep. And Samantha is part of our Patreon group. So you can hear about what she's doing and get some awesome advice as well. Uh, Give us a thumbs up on the video if you haven't already. And all the places to find us are at consignmentchats.com. Any questions? We are there. Mm -hmm. We are there. All right, y'all. Until next time. Cheers. There's that cute little cup I love. Cheers. (laughs) Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, you can find us on Facebook in our Consignment Chats community. Until next time.